previously on Rolling with Rainbows. When they opened a hole in the rock here and they found this on the far wall from where you've entered, there are two huge carvings of some kind of creatures. Celia is my name. Who are you? And the tomato's gone. That's why you don't step on the disc. Don't step on the disc. This is what Winkleman was working on. After all these years, he finally did it. That was right before... Felicity stands in the circle and presses the button. And you see Pierre. What's obvious to you is that he has a head wound and is bleeding at the back of his head. But what you're seeing can most simply be described as an obsidian city, deep, deep below the surface of the ocean. And you're just left in the dark, in the stone, underground. We should do an episode soon where we just shoot the shit, basically. We should do a, like a Q&A. I really want to do a Q&A. I think we should absolutely oh, do a Q&A, fine. but the problem is we need to get those cues to in order to aid them. Oh yeah, fully. Yeah. And um, so that's why I'm thinking that first we should have an episode soon where we just like vibe and talk about how the season is going yeah. and how the campaign's going and how you'll feel about it. I want to like, I definitely want like a retrospective at the end of this season of us being like, talking about stuff out of character, like, in-depth on air, which, like, we, you know, we, we talk about stuff outside of this. We but... will definitely, definitely do that. Yeah, we will 100% definitely do that. Anyway, how's everybody doing? I'm doing all right. Spooked? It's, uh... A little spooked, yeah. I'm spooked, yeah. It's cool. You know, it's been another nice. two weeks. It's been, an, it's been... It hasn't been another two weeks, Jess. That's a bold-faced lie. <laughs> <laughs> did did y'all get up to anything interesting over these th- the past two weeks? Okay, so a peek behind the curtain for our listeners is that this is the third episode we recorded on one incredibly long day of recording three episodes in one session. Right. It's been very well, fun, but I am starting to lose focus <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, admire our Herculean feats of podcasting. Do not try this at home, and also please excuse us if this episode is the low energy one. <laughs> I <laughs> right. <heard> my boy. <laughs> Which you know what you definitely wouldn't want on a really long day of recording podcasts is just to constantly interrupt and stall yeah, out the sound of podcast. Yeah, it would suck. If, it would be bad if there was. Um, noticeably one member of the podcast who did that all the time i'm so sorry (laughs) that's right i can do close mic now as well baby it's good so i think this episode's probably going to want to start with like a little bit of a time skip yeah like I'm, i'm just going to do a little bit of what we do in tabletop when we kind of feel like we want to advance it to the next logical bit of like more interesting action, more interesting character dynamic stuff, um, rather than, like, play out every minutia, mm-hmm. right? Right. Felicity got dunked back into the tomb, all wet, classic prank, right? And I think that what you find when you leave is that night has fallen. Okay. So meanwhile, back up in the town... So there for quite a long time, then. Right. Right. Ooh. 
So meanwhile, back up in the town, what you find, like, when you get back up there, you find that um, Arch has housed Serena, Octavia, Pierre, and Celia all in rooms in the upper story of the quarry site office, which when you get up there turns out to be, you know, pretty swanky apartment that he keeps. Uh, To answer a question that came up, like, last episode, this is significantly bigger than the apartments (laughs) of the workers, that what you saw before Uh, was just his office. This is where he he stays on site. Great. Um, Yeah. But anyway, that's yeah, that that's what you find. And, you know, you have a room together with Octavia and Serena. And so it's the next morning. <laughs> that's right, bud. That's it. So I think the thing that you're awoken by actually is yelling outside. One of the voices you recognize. It's Mark Freeman, the priest. And the other you don't. It's the voice of an old man. And they're having a loud argument about something. And that's what wakes Ugh. you all up. Truly at the crack of dawn. Yeah. It's, it's too early. Especially after the day and then night that you all had. Going to the window and looking out into the small town. This small pop-up town that's been erected over the quarry. You see Mark Freeman, the priest, arguing with a short, old man with a head full of curly grey hair. Is this the union guy? He's in workers' overalls. Yes. And they're really ripping into each other. But you Uh, can't entirely hear what's being said from up here. Yeah, it must be, because obviously Mark was dealing with his his distraught wife the night before. It was the wife of someone who was getting in with his... Oh, no, yes, you're right, sorry. Both of you are close, neither quite right. It was the sister of someone who was getting involved uh, with oh. his crew. <laughs> uh, or at least that's how Mark reported it to you. Right. Okay. So when you listen for a while between like the phrases that you can catch, you're getting like the impression that the way Mark is really ripping into Dixon was his name, mm. Dixon Kind, uh, was that... <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I came up with it myself. Um, <laughs> is that... He's spreading dangerous superstition mm-hmm. among the, the townspeople. Like that they should get paid more. And Dixon <laughs> and Dixon is, is uh, point of fact, belittling the church in oh, response. Yeah. Babe. Um, <laughs> do any of you King go shit. do any of you go down to get like closer to the, the argument? Oh, definitely. Well, if we've just been woken up and you have to go outside then. Yeah, I think we definitely... Certainly not. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Octavia stays behind because she hasn't had tea, she hasn't had breakfast, she hasn't been brought her uh, gently warmed slippers. Right. Uh, <laughs> you have to wait for Pierre to do to, to recover and do all of these things <laughs> before you can leave Jesus. the room. <laughs> no, I don't think that she's that bad. But she does, like... She does, like, not want to go outside until she's prepared herself yeah okay right. so felicity does does serena yes yeah, serena definitely goes outside of i feel like okay. of a very each of least... you can give me a spot hidden roll okay i was gonna say i feel like it, for the time being she's just gonna be like bemusedly watching yeah yeah uh, i think uh freeman made dixon sound very interesting so felicity is very definitely definitely very interested in 
meeting him. And I failed. <laughs> okay. That's a success. So what Serena spots is that across the way in the upper windows of the barracks, actually a lot of people are also standing and watching this argument. Uh, looks like a lot of people were woken up by this and everyone is kind of having a bit of a nosy. Oh no. Now that you're down uh, at the entrance to the site office, you can hear the, the, the shape that the argument's taking. Uh, you were right with your gist of it before. And then uh, a young man uh, joins the two of them walking across from the barracks and he pokes a finger right into Mark Freeman's chest and he starts saying... Listen here, Freeman. I know your game. You're only here to co-opt the worker. You're only here to make us obey and be mindless little sheep. You don't have a problem with anything Dixon's saying. He's a good man, and we all know that. And you're you're just trying to push Jesus down everybody's throats so that we'll be obeyant, idle little sheep for you. Oh, my God. Wow, he really went on that guy. Felicity is just like looking at him, and she's like, he's not wrong. <laughs> I give like a like a considered like nod, like yeah, you're on point. <laughs> From your success before, I think you also see that some, like some, not all, some of the people up in the who are watching from the barracks windows are also like, oh, they're like, yeah, just murmuring amongst themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, you know, it's, uh... right. And they're the like, guy oh, goes, yeah. uh, I know Freeman's game too. It's uh, Half Life. It's <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and this other younger guy, he goes, um, I know the boss you really answer to, and it isn't in the smallest building in town. It's in the biggest, most well-furnished, all right? We all know it. Nice. And, um... Based, And, um, some other people come out, sort of coming out of the, the barracks. A couple of guys, one of them, he's got a real neat haircut, and he kind of stands on the side of, of, of Mark and kind of, like stares the other fella down, uh, and for a moment there's silence before the older man with the curly hair he, he picked up must be Dixon. Says something quietly to the, the crowd of people who are starting to congregate around them, and they all start to mill off and get about their day, getting to breakfast, getting ready for another hard day's work. And um, just continuing that spot hidden success, what Serena notices again is right across town, Right across the way, it's diagonally across the uh, main road here from you, is the bar. Yes. And in the doorway to it, Dominic, he's now dressed in a in a, a beige long coat. And he's waving to get your attention, like gently, a gentle wave. And once he's gotten your attention, he, he gives like a, a little beckoning gesture. And he goes inside and, and, and lets the door swing close behind him. Okay. I kind of like say to Felicity, like, just, excuse me a second, I'll be right back, and head over to where he is. Um, I guess I give, like, like a slightly furtive glance around behind me, just to see if there's anyone, like, obviously watching. But I feel like most of the attention is out on the street, right? People have pretty much gotten out, like, started to get in and busy with their day now. So I'm curious about, um, so Felicity definitely sees that Serena's going across to the bar, uh, and, and in seeing her, like, go over there, you know, sort of see that Dominic was actually calling her over. Um, do you get Octavia? Or what, like, what do you do? Uh, she's just going to follow Serena. Okay. Uh, Octavia, what are you up to? Because <laughs> there's a few people in the site office besides, so you could like hang out there, whatever you want. Right. After 
she's gotten ready. She's going to go outside and see what all the commotion's about. So at uh-huh. this point, it's going to be a little bit harder to tell. I think. Yeah, I think the commotion is, uh, yeah, it, it's fully <laughs> devolved into just people going about their days now because you took too long getting ready and you 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 have no clue. But you do have a map of the town in Roll20 and you can um, just go where you want if, if you want. It's up to you. Uh, well, I think that she's going to go to the barracks and see if there are any workers that she can talk to there. Okay. So Felicity and Serena arrive at the bar and there are... A few people quietly having a glass of good Christian water together. Excellent. Um, before their hard day's work. I would expect and nothing less. Dominic's wiping down the bar. Hi there, you're the um the Brit, right? She clearly she she's feigning not knowing who she is. She obviously knows who he is. You're the uh, American, right? And he, he, he uh, point, points and does a little wink. Like, he's kidding with you. Felicity laughs a bit too much. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, you could you could say that, I guess. I mean, not you could. I mean, yeah, subjectively I am, but... <laughs> he takes off the beige long coat he was wearing before, and, you know, you see that it's kind of the same outfit that he had on the day before, with his shirt and suspenders, is and he starts tying off an ap- a waist apron around is his it, waist. Is it the same outfit as the day before? Uh, it's not the same physical clothes. Okay, no worries. And he says, can I get you anything, ladies? Uh, I could get a cup of hot coffee if you got one. Cup of Joe, coming right up. You, darling, hang on. English breakfast, am I right? You know it. All right. And um, he makes Felicity a cup of tea. I really um, hate the way he just said, darling. And he starts... <laughs> and, he, and he starts... Felicity uh, doesn't. And he pours out um, a cup of black coffee from the uh, the heated pot that uh, is on the, on the plate for Serena. Ah, oh, thank you. And he says, um, where's your, um, where's the fancy bird? She's uh, Oh, ready. yeah, she's, um, she's outside somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> In the woods. Just somewhere. No, well. you know, like, there's an argument out there. Um, <laughs> One day we'll find her. And it, he says, um, well, you know, catch, up, catch back up with her later. Um, you know, you've got drinks on the house around here, so... Come on by, hang out a bit more. But I was wondering. You were wondering? You came back into town all wet last night, didn't you? What do you mean? I was just getting ready for bed. And uh, I looked out the window and you were sopping wet. I'm not sure what you're talking about. He, like, uh, swooshes the, the dishcloth that he's been wiping down the bar with off his shoulder and, and gently whaps it against his hand. And he goes, come on! Can't get anything past me! Um, I... Um, I know I saw. What, what are you up to? There's not a lot of water down in the quarry, so I know you're up to something. I... I... It was late. Maybe you were tired. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, Felicity, you keep your secrets. Oh, you're on first name terms now, are you? Okay, Gandalf. 
keep your secret. <laughs> and he says to Serena, Anyway, I was beckoning you over before. Um, someone's uh, someone's gone to town on your motor, hasn't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, with something heavy by the looks of it. Um, knocked poor Pierre out, too. Oh, God. Barbaric, that is. Bloody barbaric. You making really, fun that's of me? Really rude. <laughs> uh, no, oh, oh my god, no! Sorry, I didn't mean to. I just uh, she does this a lot. <laughs> Your friend's I, a bit rude, I, I isn't heard, she? I heard Felicity say it occasionally, and thought it would be, yeah. Uh, sorry, I I need to drink this, and she has some of her coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can see no one's in the mood for talking right now. But do you know who could have done something like this? Well, you know. Union boys are a bit rough, eh? Then again, never know what boss man's up to. He's yeah. just very shifty, you know what I mean? I'm not sure I trust him. He's at got all. that air. What do you think? Well, I don't see why the union man would have any problem with Pierre. Yeah, but you know how it is. You're trying to get the lads together. Then some Pinkertons come in from out of town. Pinkertons. And he um, leans down onto the bar, resting his elbows on the bar, interlaces his fingers and puts them underneath his chin. And he says, Guns, Friar. That's not you, is it? Oh, I don't know what to do with a gun. I'm more of a knuckle duster's girl myself. <laughs> oh, I know you are. But what about you? And he turns to look at Serena. I've seen you with that pistol. Yeah, and? It's a free country. Oh, bloody American, isn't it? Right. But do you think you could have given someone a fright? What do you... Maybe given the impression that you're hired cops? I, I don't see how why I would have... I, frankly, I'm surprised you even noticed I had the gun. I, I haven't particularly been, you know, making a huge deal of it. And he, uh, again, he like picks up his dishcloth and slaps it against the bar. He goes, can't get anything past me. <laughs> Evidently no, not. No, no. I saw it as soon as you walked in the town. I clocked you. Knew, knew, Whoa, knew, well, that's knew rude. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I bet I'm not the only one. I bet those union boys think you're up to something. Well, I suppose... I mean, one could argue that I'm up to something, but it ain't anything to do with union busting, buddy. <laughs> well, what's that? What, what What? am I up to? Yeah. Trust me, you don't want to know. Rather, it is safer for you if you don't know. Well, I'm just saying, I'm the barkeep. I'm known around town as a loose lips sort of fella. Well, exactly, so even less incentive to gossip, tell that's you, me. Like, what? Well, there can be advantages to talking to the town gossip, can't they? Word gets about that you are who you are, not who you're not. Well, I am who I am, so... She kind of squints. She, I feel like the, all, the, all, these, all these double negatives have confused her a little bit. <laughs> Americans. Trust me, Serena's not a cop. She hates cops. She's a journalist. A photographer. Well... I'll tell the boys that when they come by. But we'll see. Well, 
That would be great. Don't suppose you have any idea or heard any mumbling, murmurings, I guess, about who might have might have messed up our ride. Well, I'm just saying, it's uh, it's going to be connected to either Arch or Dixon Kind. Everything in this town is. Yeah, I figured as much. Well, it's not. It's not Arch. I I um. I ran in and checked on him as soon as I found out found the car had been messed up. No way he could have gotten changed. And also, I don't really think he has it in him. Um, like that, he would have done it himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. On that, like um, Dominic go, Dominic lets out a hearty laugh and he goes, um, uh, "Yeah, he doesn't really strike me as the uh, axe wielding maniac type either." <laughs> but 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 Dixon kind does. Uh, he pick he takes your empty cups uh, and he says, "Phil, this has been a very productive chat. If you um, get any more ideas kicking around and you want to have another productive chat, why don't you pop by again later? Bring your friend. Like I said, drinks are on the house. Sure thing. What do you think of Dixon Kind? He seems like a very interesting fellow. He says, uh, "My two pence. Very few people around here got anything bad to say about him." Thank you. Okay. So Octavia went to look to talk to some paws, <laughs> <laughs> just some generic work folk, just some some salt of the earth workers. Excuse me, are you proletarians? <laughs> Pardon me. Is this? Have I arrived at the workers? <laughs> And um, this uh, big guy with uh, stubbles <laughs> raises raises a cup. He says, "Hey!" And a bunch of other guys go, "Hey!" <laughs> and he then he goes, "Who are you looking for?" Oh, I was just looking to have a friendly chat. Uh, do you have the time for that? Well, got a punch in in ten minutes. Oh. Okay, I'm not sure what that is, but we can talk quick. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what are you looking for? Oh, I was just wondering what you thought about living here. You police? Am I police? No. God, no. You... Politics? Am I politics? Uh, no, I don't think so. Mm. Look, I just, okay. I came into town and I thought, oh, wow, this seems awesome. Uh, but then I came by earlier and I saw that, like, so many of you have to live in so little a place. I was just wondering if, what you thought about it. I love this, Favai. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, um, I think I got up at the crack of dawn. I... Go down in the quarry. Go down further. I keep going down. And when I come back up, the sun is setting. I think I... See my boy. An hour before he has to go to bed. And I just hope I get him out of this town. Before he's old enough to carry a pickaxe. 
Okay. Um, right. That doesn't sound like a glowing endorsement. Uh, <laughs> Asked and answered. <laughs> so I take it you, you don't like living here. Uh, and uh, he looks at you very blankly for a minute, and then uh, a slow smile creeps over his face, and you think he's about to say something. But instead of speaking, he just chuckles, and the chuckle becomes a a, a full laugh, and the laugh becomes a, a, a bellowing gut laugh, and he walks off laughing. What a strange encounter. <laughs> Anyways. Back to what I was doing. Me, Jess, ADHD, forgot that I also was coming in here with Phi to ask about the commotion. So I guess she'll try to find yeah. someone else. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you notice, uh, you actually notice the, the guy with the, you know, the shorter fellow with the full head of curly gray hair who one could surmise is Dixon Kind. Oh, right. I want to talk to Dixon Kind. Hello. Uh, How are you yeah. doing? I'm Octavia. He glances you up and down. He goes, You with the police? No, why does everyone keep asking me that? You dress like you're with the police. Police dress like this? I've never seen a police officer dressed like this. <laughs> and he, uh, you know, he, you know, he smiles and uh, he, he, he reaches down under the seat he's sitting on, where he has a a cup and he brings it up onto the table, takes a little sip from it, and, and, and he has a little laugh to himself. He says, "No, I suppose you're right. Uh, yeah." You're clearly too rich to be police. They don't pay pigs that well. Right. Thank you. Uh, I was just inquiring about the commotion that uh, was about earlier. Do you know what happened? Oh. Me and Mark's little, uh... Argument? Yeah. He's trying to pin something on me. Oh. What is it? He's, uh, got some kind of notion in his head that I'm spreading Satanism or something. Oh, well, are you? <laughs> you know, he, like, I think he, he laughs again at that, because just because of the brazenness of the question. Um, I'm assuming that Serena and Felicity are going to go catch up with Octavia as well, by the way. Yeah. Is that yeah, fair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, okay, that cool. makes yeah. sense well, they'll, to me. they'll catch up in a second then. He says, um... <laughs> no, no, I'm not spreading Satanism. <laughs> oh. <coughs> no. Are you okay? I'm just, That's a pretty uh, bad cough. I have worked in mines for, uh... Oh, no. 35 years. That's oh, bad. That's not long at all. Why? <laughs> How long have you worked in mines? Well, I've never worked in a mine. Yeah, I don't know mm. if you could tell. 
That's a long time to not work in a mine. That, that is a long time to not work in a mine. So do you not like mining? Or it it's you're just sick of it? He takes another sip from his cup and then he goes, uh, I like uh, hanging out with my boys, working as little as possible, getting paid as much as I can. And then, and then he uh, looks back to a, a table of guys who are sat nearby, but not, but not exactly sitting with him. And he goes, "Workers of the world!" And they all go, "Way!" with their cups. <laughs> but, um, but if if you don't work hard, how are you? How, do you do you just not want to? Um. So do you? You just don't. Um, you've, you've, <laughs> is she malfunctioning? <laughs> you've, you've given up on uh, doing better than mining. <laughs> I mean, surely if you a slow smile spreads across hard. his face, and then it becomes a a, a a rolling laugh, which devolves into a spluttering cough. No, oh, surely so bad for this guy. If you've worked hard for 35 years, you wouldn't be here mining. I haven't worked hard for 35 years. I've worked hard for 45 years. I've just been mining for 35 years. Whoa. (laughs) Gee golly. And I think now is when Felicity and Serena arrive in the the barracks dining hall. Hey, Vi, how's it going? Did you know this old man works? I'm not really surprised. Yes, yes, okay. Are 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 you surprised? Well, yeah. Look at him. He's old. He's not that old. I'm sorry about my friends. Uh, Dixon, kind. Am I am I right? It's nice to meet you. I'm Felicity Harding. Well, you got the drop on me. Uh, clearly, my reputation precedes me. And he looks at he looks at his uh, the, the other table of guys like he's told a joke, and some of them laugh. <laughs> well, I, I've I've been told that you're interested in spiritualism. Is is that right? Have you um have have you read Arthur Conan Doyle? Spiritualism. No. That's like ghosts and fairies and. <laughs> no, I'm just interested in local history. There's a lot of. Um... Supernatural in local Rhode Island history. Oh, you know my, that? My goodness! Yes, we've been we've been trying to dig it up. The library is not very helpful. D- so dig you've it, come here to dig it up. Dig it up. Instead. Maybe wrong choice of words there. <laughs> well, yes, not literally <laughs> in books. Well, you should see Celia. She'll help you dig it up. Oh, we've met her. <laughs> oh my God! If if you if. You work hard here and you don't get a better you'd you'd be like trapped here because it, it's all owned and if the company doesn't uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> why don't you why don't you roll against your intelligence or similar stats that you feel is more appropriate I feel like sanity loss is appropriate here <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, let, being hang exposed. on, Joe. Joe, hang on. Let's see if she gets there first. That's the, that's the most important thing. <laughs> 17. Oof. 
So what's your intelligence? 70. <laughs> yeah, so that's lower than a fifth, right? It's at least a hard success. It's a hard success. Uh, 14 is uh, the critical. Okay. Walk me through the revelation. I, I just realizing that if, <laughs> if that key uh, point, if it's not a meritocracy... Uh-oh. <laughs> then this all just falls apart. Then actually the company just keeps people here then if that's if if, if that's the ha- what happens. Roll 1d4. Yeah, you take 3 sanity damage. <laughs> wow. This is just as bad as those carvings I saw. <laughs> yeah. Um so you're like having an existential crisis to do with capitalism and uh, Dixon says to Felicity, like Dixon narrows his eyes, gauging Felicity's interest and uh, how genuine she is and whether she's just going to mess him around and like laugh at his interest in this stuff. And eventually he reaches a point where he comes to some kind of conclusion and says, it's better than working for the next hour. Come on, I'll show you it. And uh, he gets up without explaining any further and walks out of the dining hall to the apartments. Oh, my goodness. Show me what? My spooky stuff. Come on. Come on. Spooky stuff. <laughs> I love spooky stuff. Um, you come into Dixon Dixon's apartment. I love it's, this guy, by the way. He's the coolest. <laughs> it's the same size as everything else, uh, as the other rooms you looked around before. But it's uh, it's pretty apparent that he lives alone. And, um, what he has decorated his lot with is a fantastical array. It reminds you of being in the, like, the, you know, the occult section that you've been looking through in the town library, but there aren't many books, actually, in here. There are maps, there are some drawings that you don't know who did, maybe it was him. There are some little statuettes and, you know, rubbings when you, like, put paper over something and Mm -hmm. take an impression of something. There are these kinds of collections on the walls and shelves and stuff. There's a floor-length mirror by his bed. And, yeah, other than that, there is just his bed and a small chest of drawers. But, like, what's so interesting about this this collection across the shelves is it's this, yeah, like, collection of... Stuff that really seems to tie into all of the new things you've been experiencing recently. For example, one of the rubbings is clearly of the symbols that, you know, it it could have been literally taken down in the excavation site you were in before, you know. Um, One of his maps is clearly of Narragansett and the surrounding area. He's marked points uh, on the town, just southeast of the town, one on the swamp, one where you know the lighthouse is. Mm-hmm. Um, you can all give me spot hidden if you want to spot anything particularly in in here, or if you like have any questions, I can gauge your perceptiveness. I think Vi is present, but still just trying to figure things out and isn't actually. That's a valid role playing choice. <laughs> okay. Uh, I roll very badly. Okay, and what 59. about Serena? And your spot hiddenness? Uh, eighty five. Oh, damn, that's a high spot here. So, yeah, I think that with a success, Serena, you see a really strange little 
statuette. Okay. Um, it's a hunched figure sitting on a small pedestal. The figure has a vaguely... You know, humanoid wouldn't be a fair way to describe it. Just because something has a torso and limbs doesn't make it humanoid. Um, Let's start with the head. The head resembles a cuttlefish. Its arms and feet are like those of a Komodo dragon or another large lizard, and it has a tail just like one as well. From its back sprout enormous uh, bat wings. It's my boy! (laughs) And it's, um, it's, as they say, kind of hunched over. It's a little bit like the Thinker statue. Okay. But, like, it isn't isn't exactly head in hands. It's just that kind of, like, hunched kind of pose. Is there any script anywhere? Uh, around the base of it, you see um, more in the in the eldritch language that you've been encountering. Can I see if I recognize any of it from any of the books I've read? Uh, you could give me uh, no roll if you want. Um, there's language other. You could do that too if you want. Which is whichever one percent. Whichever you whichever you would rather do. Uh, you know what? I'll roll language other. I don't know what language this is, but fuck it. <laughs> you never know. Come you on, never know. You never know. Baby, 14. Nope. <laughs> no clue. You recognize that these are the same symbols as you saw in the tomb. Um, that is all. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you know what it says? Dixon says, Oh, uh, well, what says? The, the, the script here. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That says, uh, Pungui Mungloch Cthulhu Rilie Ugwagnar Fatagan. Nice. Um, where, where, where did you say you found this? <laughs> I didn't. Felicity, you're looking at anything? Well, what, what does that mean? <laughs> he says I, out of character I can tell you <laughs> yeah <laughs> he says um, no, not that I expected to make much more sense but it means in his house at Rillier dead Cthulhu lies waiting oh. I don't believe it's actually is, isn't it dread Cthulhu or is it is it dead Cthulhu maybe I'm mixing it up with a different quote that's to do with the Death it doesn't really matter, does it? <laughs> I'm sorry, my my nerd jumped out there. I'm so sorry to everyone listening. <laughs> That's all right. There's, Sometimes you so just get the call. In the <laughs> in the lore of Lovecraft uh, and in his books, there is a lot of kind of like crossover between ideas of um, death, sleep, dreaming, and uh, a kind of almost comatose level of patience so okay. uh the ver like so in in a sense like lovecraft likes to play with the, the the verbs of to die to wait to sleep and to dream as if they're interchangeable and so there's an idea that I, this is all out of character and this is me sophie just nerding out as well but um <laughs> but basically <laughs> there's a lot of kind of discussion throughout throughout the books about cthulhu being dead but also being asleep but also just waiting but also dreaming 
and so that's why he can see you in the dreamscape but also yeah. he's de- he's dead and don't worry about it but also so he can come get you and also like what you're saying like, is cthulhu is dead long live cthulhu <laughs> <laughs> something like that anyway so that's what uh, dixon tells you and then he says um i've been interested in this stuff all my life but i haven't had the freedom of the place to just run around investigating it looks like you ladies have uh i mean freedom is a uh that's a loaded word. It's it's been more out of out of necessity than wants, as it were. Well, I I for me at least, this one just likes chasing fairies. <laughs> <laughs> I crossed the Atlantic to find out about these things. Dom the bartender says you came into town all wet. I I don't know what you mean. Dom the bartender says you came into town last night, middle of the night. Soaking wet like you'd been in the sea. Well, he said that to me too. What a strange thing to say to someone. I don't know what he's talking about. Look, I can tell you're interested in this stuff and uh, you all seem nice and I could help you give you you some pointers for investigating spooky stuff that you are interested in. But, you know, scratch my back, you know? How did that happen? This quarry is completely dry. press the stupid button. <laughs> this is the first time that Octavia and Serena are hearing this. Wait, you what? <laughs> the bloody button in the... Oh. Yeah, no, sorry, I should clarify, that wasn't the bit I was having trouble understanding. My what was in reaction to the... What the... <laughs> you, did you, you just put a fruit on it, right? You just... You just put a, a tomato on it. Right. I stood on the the panel and I pressed the button. The disc? Yeah. That was the one thing that was the one thing that well, Celia told us not you know. to do. Did you really stand on the disc and then further than the one thing you were told not to do, you then pressed the button? Well, of course I did. That's what I'm here for. Uh, is it? Oh, this is a revelation now as well. Um, I... To be fair, I she's don't been know incredibly upfront about the idea that she is here to look for magic, and that's yeah, all. no, that is fair. <laughs> um, it's, it's not, like a, and, it, and like she basically told us as soon as it was pertinent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you at least find um, fairies? How did you make it back? Where did you go? Somewhere strange. I couldn't really see what was happening. And I came back and I was wet, I suppose. Dixon is watching you quietly throughout this whole interaction. Finally, he like lifts a, lifts a hand with a pointing finger quietly and just like tips the finger at you. Like he's cracking a tiny whip. And he goes, And you brought a bunch of seawater back with you. I, I, I think so. You flooded the tomb, didn't you? And he's, he's broken out in a big smile. And he stopped looking at you. He just, he's got a, like a thousand yard stare on. Like he's just reminiscing. Do you know what, well, what, what does that mean? 
And uh, he shrugs and just sort of looks about the room. He says, uh, I don't know. But it's fun to find new questions to ask, isn't it? Yes, it is. I was just about to say that he sounds like he smokes 40 a day, and I realised again he has like the mm. black lung. Why might that be? <laughs> what a mystery. We will Ooh. never figure it out. <laughs> 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 uh, that sounds like emphysema, baby. <laughs> and he says, Okay, quid pro quo tit for tat. You, you said you'd scratch my back. You should go speak to old man Mud. Wait, the, like, the kid's rhyme, like... Yeah, like the kid's rhyme. Wait, the kid's rhyme was to stay away from old man mud. Yeah, well, and kids you... should do that. Annie Rose went there. Who's, okay. An- who's Annie Rose? A friend. She, she said she met old man mud as a child, and... Yeah, me too. Really? Yeah, and he was old then, too. Old Man Mud has been a children's rhyme around Narragansett for a long time. Yeah, well, we we tried to... That's because he's been an old man in the swamp for a long time. What were you saying? How long has he been an old man? (laughs) (laughs) No, what were you saying before? Uh, We looked him up in the library, and we couldn't find any information on him. And he says... Yeah, people don't listen to kids. Don't write about what kids say. They should, I think, sometimes. Kids are smart. I agree. Everyone told me I was stupid. Okay, sure. Let's let's say kids are smart. Then why... They say stay away from old man mud. That's, uh... Kids should stay away from old man mud. There is a lot of other stuff... There were studs. There was dead speaking. There was a lot going on in there. <laughs> I went to see old man Mud. No one knows as much about the history of Narragansett as him. He's been old a long time. And I made it back. But two of my friends didn't. The nursery rhyme is good. Kids shouldn't go into the swamp. Yeah, see, that's... See, what you've just said is what I was worried about. Uh, the part where <laughs> you went with friends and then they didn't come back. Uh, yeah, that seems like important information. Dixon lights a cigarette and he takes a drag on it. And he says, you're a Bancroft, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. I've been in Rhode Island a long time. I've seen a few Pancrafts. And he takes another drag on a cigarette and he says, Haven't seen any Bancroft come as close to figuring out what the fuck is going on with the Bancrofts as you. You should go speak to old man Mud. Alright, I'll do it. I just have one question. Okay. How much is $100 really worth to you? Because it seems like it's worth a lot. <laughs> and a slow smile spreads across his face. Uh, very broad, and you can see that he's missing a couple of teeth. And he says, Oh, $100? Oh, 
Oh, that's jump change. Could I borrow it? Well, yeah, sure. That's that's what I was thinking, but people people seem to think that it's a lot of money, which I'm glad to hear that it's not. Uh, of course, I mean, for your help, I'm happy to give you it. Oh, much obliged. Oh, hold up, I just remembered something else I gotta do later. Can, uh, don't suppose you got another hundred. <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> well, I suppose that makes sense, yeah. Much obliged. Yeah, um, before you do anything else in town... Have we asked him about the car yet? We haven't, have we? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. Does anyone bring it up? Uh, do you... I don't suppose you know who broke Octavia's car and attacked Pierre. And he, um... His smile fades away and he looks very serious. He says, A young man got attacked. That's really rough. I don't know anyone who'd do something like that. That's terrible. Why do I believe him? Because <laughs> you like him so much, buddy. He's That's great. what it is. Uh, but you might want to roll psychology just in case. He's a union just guy. In ca- I don't just believe him. <laughs> well, you did just see him lie to my character like twice. <laughs> So. <laughs> in a way that she completely deserves. <laughs> right, uh, I'm not complaining about I it. I cannot but tell. Your character should know. <laughs> I have that's no true. clue. Yep, that's a bad roll, buddy. I'll, okay, I'll roll uh, psychology as well. Just lost some records, obviously. Um, also bad roll. Uh, I I trust him. Um, <laughs> okay, I guess everybody just trusts him. That's cool. So, but um, I'll, I, I want to say, um, do you do you think? Arch could have had something to do with it. I trust uh, William Arch about as far as he could throw me. <laughs> and <laughs> well, how far do you think he could throw you? <laughs> and he, uh, but you know, I'm not sure this is his style. He likes to keep everything neat and orderly, just under his thumb. He doesn't much like. Uh, over a displays of violence. He prefers the slow kind of violence, you know what I mean? Kind of violence where, uh, costs you to eat, costs you to sleep, costs you to shit. It's the kind of violence he likes. Doesn't much like hitting young guys over the head with a blunt object. Yes, that makes sense. And then he, uh, looks at his, uh, rest watch. And he stubs out his cigarette and he says, Okay, I should really get to it. And he um, stands up and, and, and starts to walk out of his room. The equivalent of a ta- attack of opportunity. You can get one more word in. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- thank you for your time, Mr. Kind. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Actually, oh, miss, uh, do you carry a hand mirror? Um, yes. You know, you get your, like, hand mirror out of your person he looks in it and neatens up his hair before heading off <laughs> cute wait was serena gonna say something uh, i was gonna say the statue is still out right the little idol oh yeah, it's still there felicity can you stand next to that for me sure what are you doing bud i would like to take a picture with the winkleman film of felicity next to the statue 
Okay. So. <laughs> okay, with the Winkleman film, just to be clear. The cool, Winkleman that's good. Film. I'm not trying to disappear me. <laughs> well, I mean, well, you, you can just... take care of that on your own. <laughs> you just got portaled. What if something has changed about you that you do, you're not aware of? So um, that's an interesting, interesting point because we did a little bit of a time skip and we established already that um, Serena was going to leave her photos to be developed uh, with the nerds in the evening, right? I think that considering circumstances, she would probably have wanted to supervise them being developed herself. Okay, well, you can go do that next if you so want. So I think that that's going to be her next port of call after she takes this photo, uh, which is comes out fine. I just rolled. 37. Oh, great. Cool, cool. Should we do a couple of scenes then? Serena goes to see the photo nerds. Yeah, sounds good to me. And where do Octavia and Felicity want to go? I guess Octavia is going to go check on Pierre. Okay. Pierre is in um, Arch's office, still uh, actually still sleeping on the couch. Uh, when, when you come in, Arch is working at his desk and he says, Oh, Miss Bancroft, there's a... Your friend is a... Your man, he's um still asleep. I think he's recuperating from his wound. But you know, there's just been fantastic news in. Oh, right. What is it? Well, my man on the state legislature, we got the state reopened. I knew it was no big deal. Problem solved, just like I said. I said it would be fine. Right. It's fantastic. I'm glad that we ended up being right about this being no big deal. Well, that, I mean, it doesn't mean that you were right. It just means that you stopped the the block. It doesn't mean that there was nothing necessitating it. Right. But the, wait, the law says that it is actually okay. Uh, well, he so. just changed the law. Right, but... Please, I didn't change the law. You I, got your man to I just have some law. friends who happen you to work in politics. I'm not there. <laughs> 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 I just have some friends who happen to work in politics. I'm not a political man myself, you understand, Felicity. Right. Felicity, but we don't have a king here. Like, we decide things by representation, so they wouldn't do something that didn't make sense. Well, he just paid them to. <laughs> he didn't say that he paid them. He just said that he had a friend. Did you pay them? <laughs> and, do you pay uh, your friend? And uh, Arch says, do you pay your friends? Well, Octavia does. <laughs> wow. Is that not normal? People like myself and Miss Bancroft, who are very generous and have a lot of excess capital to spread around, like to pay our friends. That's, That's nothing unusual. That's what I thought. Right, but you're not paying them to do stuff for you. You're just paying them because you're friends. As you're as you're going round in circles about whether this is whether lobbying has occurred, um, Celia, who is pulling on a um, a kind of uh, light cream creamy brown kind of jacket over her waistcoat and shirt, look, stops by the the office door and says, "Hey, Felicity, uh, uh, Octavia, I'm going down to the." Um, Going down to the, 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 the dig site, do you want to, do you I heard a weird thing. I don't know if this is true. Did you flood the dig site? Felicity? And Arch goes, Arch goes, you did what? You flooded the dig site? And Celia says, look, I'm going to find out in a minute when I go down there. I just want to know. 
I'll come with you. I'm not in trouble. I'm just trying to figure out what happened. <laughs> I just left a lot of stuff down there, and if you flooded it, my papers will have all gotten soggy. I'm very sorry about that, Oh, no. And she, she like, uh, pulls on her jacket faster and heads out the door, and she's clearly rushing off to the tomb. Felicity's going to rush after her, because she wants to go back to the tomb anyway. Great. So, um, Serena... Uh, is developing some photos. So do we remember what photos Serena took last time? Okay, so the first photo was of the main street of this, of uh, Raphael. Yep, that's correct. And there were children playing, and a couple of cats. Um, And that's what you see. It's just a normal photograph. Okay. Of that. Then there was one from the same position, but facing the other way towards the quarry. Yeah, and there were little little guys down there. Yeah. Tiny as ants from all the way up where you were. Yeah. Scurrying around. Yep. And it comes out normal looking, because it's okay. just Archie's stock. Then there was one of the conveyor line of, like, the roar. Um... And you used the Winkleman stock for this, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. So um, this has probably already been yelled by many audience members at their various podcast speakers uh, <laughs> from the previous episode. But yes, the Archite was emitting metaphysical iridescence, but you couldn't quite understand that looking at it. And it just made you yeah. very uncomfortable. And um, But yeah, in the photo, the photos come up very, very different. And and actually the lab techs, they they think of it as, as, as having failed because this is like, this, this looks like all the, all, the, all the film that they've been discarding, right? Yeah. And basically, the entire assembly line is... It's lit up like a Christmas tree. lit up like a Christmas tree yeah. is exactly what I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> if, if Christmas trees shimmered and shined with a turquoise indigo kind of colour that you can't quite describe because it doesn't really look like any it's other colour. a spooky colour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Then I did one of the... So the four bits in the tomb... There was one of each inscription, one of the thing on the back wall, and one of the arrangement on the floor. Yeah. And that was all Winkleman's? Yes. Okay. I hope you've been marking all the uses. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm oh, hang on. very impressed by this I, memory so far. I think it's I've good. marked everything other... Yeah, I've been really trying to be like using this as an investigative tool. <laughs> good job. Who knew? When you develop the photo of Felicity that you just took, there isn't any unusual colouring in this photo at all. Okay, good. You don't pick up anything that wasn't visible to the naked eye. That's what I wanted to see. But when you look at the photos that you took of the tomb, a whole bunch of stuff is there that wasn't visible to the naked eye. Okay. Most notably, the eyes of the carved figures on the walls are painted in with this colour. Is it reasonable to assume that I would recognise one of the figures carved into the wall having seen this idol. Now that you've seen this idol, you recognise that the carving on the right, now you're looking at the photograph, you'll have to double check when you get back down there, but it's the same as the idol. Yes. I thought so. They, they, the, the, the drawing you did and yeah. what I know the Cthulhu idol thing looks like have yeah. looked familiar. So. <laughs> Bingo. The eyes are glowing. I hate that. <laughs> so that's really striking but then there's another interesting thing um which is that the the action button as it were on the pedestal that yeah. also glows but just okay. 
which is something we kind of established before, which was that like when Felicity went and touched it, I mean, you don't know that, but when you, when Felicity went and touched it, it glue, it glue. Yeah. It glowed brighter, but, um, it's, it still is glowing all the time, just like less than you can kind of see without the camera. And then, um, last but not least, you actually see the strange object with its roots growing up into the ground above, uh, Mm. in between the carvings on the walls. In between the roots, not central, just off to one side, you do see a little glowing from between the roots there too. What do you mean between, like... On the back wall. Okay. You can tell there's something back there that's obscured. Okay, that's big. Okay. And that's all you gain from the photos. I think with that news, could I, like, rush down to the... um the tomb if the others are there yeah i think that fits really really nicely and i think that when you get down there you because you're rushing you manage to catch up perfectly with felicity octavia and celia and celia opens the door uh pretends not to notice the dried puddle of vomit oh no (laughs) and um but as she's opening the door she goes Hang on a minute. Wait, no. Uh, who left the door unlocked? I believe that was Serena. Didn't I tell you there's been there's been someone poking around the dicks? Well, I suppose if it's all flooded down there anyway. Right. I th- I was thinking the same thing, Celia. I just want to say that totally I was thinking the same thing. I just didn't want to say anything because I <laughs> thought, you know, maybe she will come lock up later or what but i thought it was a mistake too well hindsight's 2020 i guess felicity's thinking it's just as well that she didn't lock it otherwise she would have been locked up in the tomb all night oh shit yeah (laughs) true um she says uh well let's go see what the damage is i guess and she produces from her bag a couple of um like torch hats Little little miners' hats with a torch on the front, and also a another lamp like the one that was in the tomb before, that she was using to light it up before. And she hands the torch hats to Octavia and Felicity as Serena is now catching up. Okay. Serena's like waving the developed photo. <laughs> do you do you, do you call out to your friends at all? She's like, guys, wait up! And then she kind of gets and she's waving it as she's running. And then she kind of gets to him and she puts her hands down on these and like, you need, you need to see this. <laughs> no, nice. we already saw that you left the door open. No, I didn't leave. Felicity was the last one out. Look, I'm not trying to lay blame. Let's just go down and see how wet things are. And um, she lights her lamp and steps into the dark corridor. Um, okay. And she, she walks down the corridor and you can see the like the light of the lamp disappearing deeper in as she goes. Do Octavia and Felicity put on the, the torch hats? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, um, yeah, you both have lights in your heads and can see where you're going. Um, for the record, unless she's with someone else or in a, or in a lit room, Serena cannot. Yeah, you descend. You descend this little ho- this little hallway into the earth, um, and. As you get down, though, the the first thing that's striking you 
you're seeing Celia look around with the with the lamp in her hand, standing in the room. It's it's dry. The water isn't there, and she turns to look back at you, specifically at Felicity, and she says, "Wait, I thought you flooded it. What? Did you not? I well, I don't. I mean, I didn't think it was that much water. I guess it just dried up." That's... Hmm. Well, it can't dry up unless it's got somewhere to go. I mean, it, it would have been funneled back to the center, right? But that would mean that... Hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> She's looking off to one side, like, thinking things through, and she says, I think this tomb might have another room. Hmm. Like underneath. I think this tomb might have another... Lower chamber. Oh, oh. And then um, Serena like pulls out the thing and uh, that's what I was trying to say. And then she waves the photo. Look, look at this. This is what this was taken. This was taken with Winkleman. Sorry, uh, sorry, I need to calm down. This <laughs> was taken with Winkleman's film. Now you can see oh. in all oh, of these, look. there's iridescence. And these, these guys what? looking pretty creepy. And we can see that the center bit is activated. But on that back wall, look and at she- it. And she's, but like, she's looking at, like, she's slowly catching up with this. So she's, like, looking at the photo. She's looking at the, the eyes of the carvings. She's, she's looking at the action button on the pedestal. She's, she's like, say, saying as she's looking at all this stuff, like, oh, I can see it, it is kind of that color, actually. If I walks over to the back wall as soon as that is talked about. Uh-huh. You can see, uh, especially with the, the, the light on your forehead, which is shining in between the roots of the, the thing that's, that, which is roots have grown up into the ceiling, you can see something reflect back at you, like a cat's eye. And it reflects with the colour of the the metaphysical iridescence that you recognise. And yep, everyone I found something over here. Reflecting yeah. back at you is that same symbol, the X with a line coming out from the centre to the right. The one that was the action button on the pedestal that right. made things disappear okay she doesn't really care about that she just wants wants to take credit for this hey everyone i found this weird thing back here did you notice this before and celia like has has caught up with what serena is trying to get her to and she looks at serena and she she does this big toothy smile and she says this is so exciting and and she turns to uh, octavia and she says press it Oh, um, no thanks, but, uh, it is really interesting to find it, huh? Do you, maybe you can press it. Felicity runs over and presses it. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Felicity's new character trait is just pressing every button. You have to reach in between the, these, like, the stone roots of this object in order to get in there. Mm Mm-hmm. What happens when you touch the symbol is it starts to glow brighter. Then two things happen. The carving to the right uh, starts to descend into the floor. Like it's revealing a doorway. And at the same time, the stone roots twist and move and pinch your wrist so that you can't get away from the wall. 
Uh, guys. Uh, yeah, I f figured something like this might happen. Uh, you know, I'm wearing this hat. I feel like I've got a bit of expertise when it comes to mining. Uh, this isn't good. And Celia says, "Oh my God! Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I, I'll, I'll, um, ah, uh, I'm gonna go and get someone. They'll help." And she rushes back up the up the corridor <laughs> to try and get one of the miners to help with this situation. Uh, is it so like... you three are alone in this tomb right now. Okay. A door has just opened where Cthulhu once was. Is are the roots like? They haven't grabbed you. To be clear, uh. there were you were reaching between several roots, yeah. and the gap has closed. Right. Mm. You were reaching between you know a couple of roots this way and a couple of you know perpendicular, and all of them have like narrowed. Right. And it's like squeezed shut. But yeah. Okay. So it's not like harming. Uh, it hurts a little bit, but it, you don't take damage. Right. It's not continuing to move. It's just, yeah. She's just stuck. Well, if I know anything about mining, there's probably going to be another button to undo that uh, in the doorway over there. <laughs> the three of you are alone. This is your scene, guys. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, cautiously peeking through the doorway, I guess. I mean, ch uh, check in... Checking in on Felicity to make sure that she's, like, like it's not, like, you know, incredibly painful and serious, if that makes sense. Serena, so you just see... like, well, go on, have a look. And she's just, like, like craning Aww. her neck as far as she can. Serena, you see a dark space. Right, you're going to want to go down there. Um, <laughs> could I use one of the, uh, the torches that we have? Uh... Well, I need mine for supervising. Um, well, I. <laughs> do you want to go? Do you want to go down there? Well, yeah, I'll be right behind you. Maybe Felicity, you. Okay. Are... You don't just stick close, yeah. You don't need that hat, maybe. Well, maybe you just don't need it. Well, if there's two of you going together. I just, I'm fine. Leave me with the hat. I, if I'm on my own in here, and the two of you go together, then you'll have a light. Right, but there's a light in here. No, you can't have my light. <laughs> but this this room is already lit. Just go. You don't need it is, look. To be to be clear, it isn't lit. Celia took oh. her torch with her, her, her lamp with her when she went. Wow. I can't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> So Felicity can keep a headlight, and we and you, one of us, take a headlight then. All right, let's go. After you. If if you have a light, can you go in front? <laughs> um, I'll back you up with the gum. <laughs> not that I. This isn't good. This is probably not going to be much of much use. But like it. You encounter the stone mask from JoJo's, and you have a gun. <laughs> 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 All right, fine. Let's go then. Tell me what you see. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah, if we come back, we'll let you know. Be descriptive. <laughs> so you're basically winding down a stone slope, not a staircase. Uh, it's a slope. It's, it's, it's smooth. But it spirals down underneath the tomb that you're in. And you realize that underneath this tomb, like when you get to the, to the bottom of this slope, uh, there's kind of a... Not exactly a grate, because that would imply kind of a metal thing, 
but like um, a looser stone floor and there seems to be a great deal of water that's like sunk in beneath it okay well that that solves that one yeah then leading off from this chamber and the whole time as well like all of the walls of this are, con- are constantly covered in in more engravings in these vertical lines uh, these vertical inscriptions all over the walls of this and there's a there's another gently inclined hallway uh much like the one that leads into the tomb that you came in above. In fact, if you've been, you know, keeping a sense of direction going down the slope, you can tell that it actually is directly under the hallway that you came down above to get into the first tomb. Okay. Is it open? Yeah. All right, let's go inside. Yep. Um, just trying to think if there's anything I want to roll before we go in, because I'm pretty heckin' spooked. Um, Yeah, you can roll Could I just roll a spot hidden? I guess Sure, give me a spot hidden Can't really think of any better Yeah, yeah Felicity, you hear nothing from your friends 70, that's still a success Wow, seriously, okay Um, Nice spot hidden, bud (laughs) Yeah Incredible stats Sometimes it comes in handy Yeah Um I'll say this, even standing where you are just before you enter the hallway, you can see that even though it goes back the way you came in, like like back in this physical direction that you came in, it's longer. Does it still have that, that downward slant? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I think before we go further down, Serena's going to kind of go back and shout, uh, Felicity, this goes on quite a way. We might be a little while. Just hold, hold tight till Celia gets back, yeah? Okay. Oh, I regret my trap immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so the additional thing that you notice uh, with your spot hidden, you get this right away as you progress into the hallway, is that there are a series of carvings uh, along the hallway. Okay. In fact, there are two really large carvings on either side. Like kind of like bas relief type stuff. Hmm. So the first one that you see, it features the same figure that you saw in the idol. But what's kind of creepy to you about it mm-hmm. is that it also features a series of very small figures. And they all seem to be prostrate, bowing okay. to this figure. Do you both have a, a good look at this? Yep. Yeah. Roll against your sanity. <laughs> My sanity is... 46. 86 is what I rolled, and my sanity is 40, so... <laughs> okay. Uh, Two. Jo- <laughs> so my sanity you- is higher than Two. <laughs> <laughs> so Serena is tremendously under her sanity there and so um, Octavia looks at this and uh, how does Octavia feel? This little spooky guy you recognize it from the tomb above um, what do you think of that? There are some guys worshipping it uh, Well I don't know what this is seems pretty spooky probably like <laughs> those worms I saw earlier That's what yep, I think but, 
but it's all chill. Well, it's a little bit spooky, but that's that's it. So Serena, take one d three damage. Oh, one d three. Okay. That's pretty tame. <laughs> Two. Directly facing this, there is another carving. This carving is not a figure you've seen before. It takes you a second to really understand every detail that's going on in this picture. It's Mr. Blobby. <laughs> <laughs> Bud, please, come on. Sorry, and... sorry. <laughs> Why don't you both give me either intelligence or spot hidden, whichever you feel, to interpret this picture? Or if you have another role, go for it. Can I go occult? Yeah, okay. So I have five in that, so... That's <laughs> okay. not a success. <laughs> um, what is Vi... How is Vi kind of trying to interpret this carving? I mean, honestly, uh, that should probably be Cthulhu Mythos, so it's good that yeah. I didn't succeed. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna go Cthulhu Mythos is my role. Okay. I have five in that. Oh, okay. Also unlikely to... Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, I rolled 23, <laughs> which is a good roll, but not under five. So, neither of you can quite get a handle on what it is you're completely looking at. But it troubles you deeply. Because you can tell that it's a mass of eyeballs. Just a huge blob of eyeballs. You can't tell if it's standing on ground, how it's standing up, what supports it. You... There's some sort of aura around it, but you don't understand what that is. And there might be worms emanating from it or something, but you don't know. You don't know. But you do still need to roll against your sanity again. Welcome to the eyeball zone. <laughs> and as with, bef- as, as with the previous carving, there are a lot of small figures bowing to it. Oh, I rolled high. High is good. No, I want to take sanity. Why? Because, like, everyone else has had some madness. I want a madness. You've had a madness. Remember the whole phone call thing? Oh, yeah. That's not madness. That's just real life. If you want madness, just go around pressing buttons and stuff. Mum mum said it's my turn with the madness. (laughs) Well, then it's your turn to press random buttons and... Pick up and learn random things. So, I've got it right this time, right? You both passed no damage. Fantastic. Congrats, pals. This looks very spooky. So, the third carving features a three-legged worm monstrosity Mm -hmm. with tentacles coming from its shoulders and arms and a big-ass worm head. (laughs) How do I even describe this? People just Google image search and yellow photab. I can't. I can't do this one. <laughs> and again, it's a little bit like a hole. The crawling chaos, maybe. <laughs> incredible. You're and again, amazing. there are a, a lot of tiny figures underneath it, bowing to it. You know the drill, pals. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. No, that's <laughs> my second two. <laughs> Ju- Ju- 
Me sowing. I want the madness. Give me the madness. Me reaping. This sucks. <laughs> exactly. No, okay. this is good, actually. Uh, this is great. Uh, Serena takes 1d3 sanity damage again. Oh, two. <laughs> oh, jeez. Do these count as the same source? I'm guessing not. No, they don't. You're okay. You're, you're not experiencing a bout of madness right now. <laughs> and the fourth carving on the same wall as Cthulhu, which I'm just calling Cthulhu out of... Out of Fuck out of... me up. Fuck me up. <laughs> Fuck me up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> me at the end of the day. Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> Uh, the f- the final one that you see is a lizard-headed monstrosity with a s- an enormous serpentine body. On its back are these spines with webs between them, and beneath the head are two arms that protrude with with um, like a five-fingered clawed hand at either end. Beneath it, a lot of small figures bow in worship roll against your sanity pals <laughs> that's below yep mine is too you both take 1d3 sanity damage okay 1d3 2 again I feel bad for Felicity missing out on all these 2 crazy dudes you just, in the distance you both faintly hear Felicity just like what is it what is it <laughs> hey guys hey Hey. Is it cool? Are you seeing it? Are you, <laughs> you, what, what sound that? What you seeing? You're literally. It's like it's like it's like that. It's like that bit of just like your friends go in another room and they're going, "Whoa! Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit!" And you're going, "Whoa! What is it?" And they're like, "Whoa!" Wow. <laughs> this is even worse than the horrors of capitalism. <laughs> I'm still that. on forty sanity. Oh. Well, good job. But finally you get to the end of the corridor and you find yourselves in another little room. This is nowhere near as big as the tomb. But there is another little pedestal in it. Okay. But instead of a button, on the pedestal is a little ring. And on the back wall of this small chamber is a final carving. You had any thoughts about the carvings you've seen so far? Um, I hate most of them. Honestly, the last one's kind of cute. Aww. <laughs> Thanks, bud. I drew these all myself. What do you... <laughs> but what's the general theme of what they depict? Spooky. Spooky pictures, <laughs> one of which entities really hurt to look at. So you've seen Cthulhu being worshipped by tiny figures, Cthulhu being worshipped by tiny figures, Nyarlathotep being worshipped by tiny figures, and the sea god Dagon being worshipped by tiny figures. Yeah, I knew it, baby. And the carving that you see on the back wall shows a pyramid with an eye floating above the top bisected by a horizontal line, and at the four corners at the base of the pyramid, you see Cthulhu, Cthulhu, Nyarlathotep, and Dagon bowing Fuck! to the eye. <laughs> no! And no option, you take 1d10 sanity damage each. Guys? 
Mm-mm. <laughs> nice. yeah! There you go. There you go. Yeah. I wrote a 10. <laughs> I rolled three. <laughs> oh, baby. I'm hooting and hollering. <laughs> that was like the critical hit I took earlier. Oh, jeez. Yeah, what was Felicity saying? <laughs> Just like, guys? Guys, what are you seeing? Is it cool? Uh, I think that you hear Serena scream as her mind is rent asunder. So, you just took more than a fifth of your current sanity points in one game day, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. That's in fact, up, buddy. I took, um, <laughs> I think a third. <laughs> Jeepers creeps. 60, 16 in one day out of 40, 44, so yeah, almost exactly a third. So we're rolling a little different here on Rolling with Rainbows because we... We, the the sanity mechanic uh, isn't entirely conducive to our podcasting needs, and also you know we have some criticisms of it. Whatever, watch the um, watch. We did the a good episode. bit on this in one of the earlier episodes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We just we discussed it earlier in the season, and we also did a YouTube episode about it. Um, but the immediate effect is your bout of madness. And your ongoing effect will be something related to the trauma of what's happening right now. Oh, yeah. So, your bout of madness is going to be defined by a d10 roll. You ready, bud? I'm ready. I'm going to roll you right now. Oh, you're rolling. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. For all the listeners at home, it's a two. Jesus Christ. You... Can't see. Oh fuck! Well, that's appropriate. What you see is oh, that works too so, much. Oh, it's so good. You look from the one f- worshipped figure to the other, to the other, to the other, and you look at them all bowing before the bisected eye. I can say, I think, I think, then I gaze into the eye, and that's that's the last thing you see as your vision just blacks out. Is it alright if I go a little bit... Mm, I, I want to get really gross about it, but... <laughs> what, you think you start bleeding from the eyes? Yeah! Yeah, I think that would be cool as hell. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I just you know don't, what? Know, what, I I don't correct... know what the long-term effect of this is, so I, don't, like, I feel like it's dramatic if it's just short-term. I think but... I correct it. You don't hear Serena screaming as, <laughs> as the, the, the sanity <laughs> damage. You hear Octavia screaming as she turns and looks at Serena, and Serena's <laughs> eyes are bleeding. Uh, what do you both do Serena you can't see Octavia your pal just started bleeding from the eyes oh my oh my god it's spooky but I didn't think it was that spooky what's (laughs) happening it's just cool as a cucumber she's just like chill out buddy come on (laughs) I think Serena drops to her knees and she's like kind of moving her hands towards her face, but it's not because her eyes are bleeding and she can't see. It's because even though she can't see, she can still see the eye in her mind. Oh, It's like etched, it's etched in there. Yes! And she almost, like, I feel like she maybe even starts, like, trying to claw at her eyes a bit. If that's That's... not, like, I mean, uh, again, I don't want to get, like, too, like, gory, but also I am, you know. Upstairs. It. It's good Steve horror, horror, baby. Yeah. 
Upstairs, Celia is is rushing back down the corridor with a guy uh, holding a pickaxe. And she says to him, do you think it'll be safe? And he says, uh, it's just rocks, ma'am. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I, I know rocks. Pardon me, darling. Just got to try. Just just got to hold still. Please step back as far as you can. Oh, oh. Uh, <gasps> thank, thank you, sir. Um... And uh, he, he, he's holding up his pickaxe and clearly going to, like, try to chip the, the stone to get you free. And this is okay. a great idea. With, <laughs> with no potential downsides. Bless uh, you, just sort of close her eyes and looks away. Aww. <laughs> yeah. Chips of rock in her eyes. That's valid. <laughs> uh, downstairs you can hear the, the, the yells of your friends. Uh, as this guy swings the pickaxe in, you hear the sound of metal on stone, but you've shut your eyes. So you don't see exactly what happens, but you hear Celia shriek, and the pickaxe fall to the floor. Uh, but the open size. The man is standing, and a trickle of blood is running from one eye and he turns and walks purposefully and directly up out of the tomb oh oh no there were downsides You've been listening to the Rolling with Rainbows actual play podcast. The music for the podcast was created by Molly Noise. As well as the podcast, Rolling with Rainbows is a YouTube show for aspiring DMs who want to make their tabletop games as fun, safe, and inclusive as possible. Links to the show and to the Rolling with Rainbows Discord community are in the description of every episode. The podcast and show are funded by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash that and patreon.com slash curiovids.